Welcome to Financial Legacy, Nothing Off Limits with Leah. I'm your courageous host, and July is Women's Union Establishment Day. And it is celebrated in Lyle as a day, an important day, a national holiday in the country, and carries more significance nowadays in the context of the growing international movement for equal rights for women. This is the show where gems of the world become intrigued by their rare gem moment, rare gem reveal, and we discuss their moment of truth. You'll have today none other than myself. I'm a woman and I'm always in the mood to celebrate myself. In the U.S., we celebrate Women's History Month in March. And here's why. It's a week-long celebration of women's contributions to culture, history, and society. It goes all the way back to 1978, where hundreds of students participated in a Real Woman essay contest, and a parade was held in downtown Santa Rosa, California. And really quick, if I had to write an essay about women's rights and myself, I'd also have to give a special shout out to a few ladies who've been a part of my journey. They are very amazing to me. They're great women. They have amazing energy. And that is Alice, powered by the thinking cap. You have Patricia, who she is the greatest person who could have ever thought of the ideal for kids world. She's just turned it into a wonderful place to have parties and entertainment for you and your family, a great way to celebrate. I also want to say thank you to the women before me who began to pave the way and the journey. We definitely have a few women who are in power. Chantel Brown, as she sits in the office, and she is a dynamic woman, and she is doing some great things here in Ohio. And right now, What's on the ballot is say no to issue one. And you want to take a look at if you understand what issue one is and how it affects you. So shout out to her and just doing her thing while she's been in that seat. Chantel Brown has spent the last decade serving the people of Ohio and building coalitions. Now as the Congresswoman for Ohio's 11th District, she will fight for affordable, quality health care, jobs that pay fair wages, a strong public education system, and equity and justice for all. When we talk about women making history, she exemplifies leading the way. I am happy to be under her jurisdiction. I am a huge supporter and I like the changes that are taking place. It's been so long since rules and regulations have been changed that are beneficial, not just according to color, but again, justice for all. So women, we have a great advantage right now. As you may go into another country and you may not be able to gain the leadership or you may not have the right to speak, your voice may be silenced. You got to be appreciative of where you're sitting right now. As an entrepreneur here in the city of Cleveland, I'm excited. I talk about it all the time. I get the opportunity to work with the youth and teach financial literacy concepts. 
What does that look like for you and your family? Well, if you're a student or your child has been a part of my course and curriculum, you're going to hear them coming home talking about them and money. It's a huge focus. And what it's going to do is it's going to begin to break barriers, generational curse, and it's going to help understand the concept and the value of a dollar. If someone would have taught me that long ago, I would be rich by now. I have memories of when my grandfather would just hand me cash and I'd go to the store and blow it. If I knew then what I know now, I would have made some different choices. Nevertheless, I've been grateful enough to become established and well off in life. And I have the opportunity to teach others how to do so for them and their family. Building a legacy is what it's about. If you're not focused on building yourself, building your brand, then what are you doing? And so not only am I talking to the women, yes, we're celebrating us right now, but men, there are some great men who are entrepreneurs and they are doing their thing. You have the construction industry, electricians, plumbers. When I take a look around, I see nothing but skilled men. So kudos to you too. So why we celebrate women and why are we so important to the world? Not only because in the beginning of time, woman was created from Adam rib. So woman was created to be a helpmate and Adam was supposed to be the protector and the leader and the woman was supposed to follow. But women's rights are now equal to the rights of men. That is access to education, to social welfare, just the status alone of being a woman is so significant. It doesn't mean that we outpower or outrank the man. It just means that our voices are as powerful for us to be leaders as well. That is not to take away from the distinctive roles that are to be played between the two. And where I am sitting right now, when I sit back and take a look at life and the different challenges and the obstacles I've had, I only desire to live in my feminine divinity. If you would have asked me 20 years ago what was feminine divinity, I would have never been able to explain it. But right now where I sit, I desire to live in a soft, peaceful, calm role in life. I spend days being a leader, being a mother, being a teacher, educating others, an instructor, you name it, I wear many hats. And I'm pretty sure there are other women too. And there are some days where I just want to take the passenger seat and I'd like for someone else to lead. Nothing wrong with it. Doesn't mean that I'm not submissive. It just means that I could use guidance as well because I don't have all of the answers. But I understand that I have a significant role in society. My significant role in society is going to be completely different than the people who inspire me, as we all have our own unique gifts and our talents, and we can bring them to the world, and we can come together, and we can make it a better place. Over the past few months, I've seen this leadership And I've seen this practice in many organizations. And all I could do is smile because I am happy to be a part of the warmth. It is a great culture. It is a culture that does not harm 
that does not hurt. It is not cruel, but it is inviting and it creates a peaceful environment that others can come and be inspired as well. That's what's important to me. And that is why the world needs women to restore balance. In a workplace environment, workers' general notion about the effectiveness of male and female managers is extremely important as their actual leadership abilities or business results. According to a session on gender and leadership at a recent educational program entitled Women in Leadership, as a result of this, it is to be exceptionally aware of their own leadership styles and strengths as you must understand that your unique gifts and talents and your traits is what makes you dominant or not so dominant. And so with that, you have to think of words that are associated with being a male leader. A lot of the times we think of the men as being very strong, arrogant, intelligent, maybe ego-driven, powerful, very assertive, self-righteous. You know, these are just some things that When you think of workplace environment and men who hold a certain title and, you know, men can be passive aggressive. And so as you take a look at what makes an effective leader, many of us, we think about it in terms of masculine traits or whether it's a man or woman. Is that really a fair assessment or question? Because both roles or genders can be dominant or none dominant. And so the male-dominated construction industry, it breaks so many stereotypes because you have really great women who are in the industry as well, and they develop as such great leaders, and they can oversee projects. They can make sure that they meet the deadlines. They can make sure that the work get done, and they can work in an environment filled with men who may have ego-driven issues or may not desire to work under the leadership of a woman. That does not mean that results cannot be guaranteed or provided because a woman is in control. Statistics shows that women are more efficient when it comes to solving problems. And so when you take a look around and you think of issues within the workplace, who runs the HR department? Is it a man or woman? Who can solve the problem faster, man or woman? Does the employees feel more comfortable with a man or woman? Have you taken the survey? And if so, what does it look like? When someone does not meet the expectations of providing results, perception of leadership ability can waver regardless of the leader's actual effectiveness. Perception can be different. When working in an organization where you have a track record as an effective producer, in the real world, that is what people look for. People look for people who can show them how to get it done, how to get results, not just talk about it. Most successful businesswomen I know, they always tell me, Leah, when I step into the room, I am scanning the room for potential leaders such as myself that I can partner with that I can sit down and have conversation with someone who will challenge me, someone who I can give an opportunity or someone who can provide an opportunity to me. Women, we have to read our environment and build our 
skill so that we can continue to lead a variety of people. Our leadership styles are very detrimental to the behaviors of others in our environment. Does your leadership style inspire someone to be greater or does it challenge their insecurity and make them feel like they're not as great as you? That's glass half empty, glass half full. How often have you been in a room and you're hearing someone talk and you feel like you don't meet the bar or standard? I can count on my hands and someone else's how many times I've left a meeting because I just felt that I was in the room with people who I'd never get them and they'd never get me. What does that mean? Does that mean that I missed an opportunity to elevate myself? Or does that mean that that opportunity just wasn't for me due to my leadership style and me being aware of who I am? These are real questions that I ask myself. And so when I get the opportunity to sit down with other business owners, entrepreneurs in the community, and they have these goals, and we sit down and we take a look at businesses, and we take a look at their business, and the first thing I hear someone say is, well, my girlfriend, she has the same business that I have. She's doing this, and she's doing that, and I'm like, let's not lose focus, and I understand that those are really great attributes for your friends. But what about you? What skills do you possess to have the same power and greatness within your own lane? And you don't have to compare yourself to your friend because that is what is in her path for her. But let's focus on yours. Sometimes people are not receptive to that. And I can only say that because my journey and my destiny is not the same as my friends, whereas they may support me and they'll listen to the pitfalls and the obstacles and the challenges. And they'll root for me when I get to the finish line. They'll show up for the graduation, but nobody's walking in my shoes but me. Maslow stated that high dominance women would make great leaders, though not every dominant woman would become one. That is something to think about. As Maslow also created the greater hierarchy and he defined what it is as being a human, what our needs are versus our wants. In our society, there is tons of literature that reveals that the reference to the terms alpha male and female are used on a regular to describe top-ranking individuals in human society in popular literature, it began as early as the 1930s. Alpha female, as it is applied to a woman, originated from the field of animal behavior, specifically non-human primate literature. In the non-human primate literature, the alpha female has been described as behaving both similarly and differently than her male counterpart. Unlike alpha males, who exhibit coercive behaviors, the non-human primate alpha female is described as choosing a more cooperative and communal approach to reaching and maintaining her alpha status. The techniques and hypotheses that have come from the study of primates, specifically social dominance and dominance rank, including the alpha male or female, can be applied to similar scientific study in humans. 
discovering this information was very enlightening to me as it made me reflect as my time as being a business manager expert and managing others. And once upon a time, I had an employee who was very intelligent, hardworking, showed up to work on time, came back from his breaks on time, stayed over to ensure that we got what we needed. He was always willing to put in the work to elevate himself. But most importantly, he wanted to be happy and what he was doing. He found great joy in his job, and he also wanted leadership to like him and be proud of his work as well. So one day, as I'm walking through the facility, this employee of mine, and he was one of my favorites, he stopped me. He said, hey, Leah, how you doing today? I said, I'm doing good. How are you? He says, I'm doing good. He said, you know what? He said, I've been thinking something for quite some time. And I said, oh, yeah, well, what have you been thinking? Enlighten me, I'd like to know. He said, well, I see you walk around here and you're friendly. You smile all the time. I rarely ever see you get upset. He said, but I can't help but to wonder, are you married to a better? I stopped and I said, excuse me, what do you mean? He said, you're such an alpha woman. He said, I see you all the time and you're out here with us. He said, you're in the trenches. You don't mind getting sweaty and you don't mind doing the work. He said, but my question is, how do you maintain personal relationships with your drive? I stopped and for the first time ever, I didn't have an answer. And the only thing I could think of was what would make him Ask me this question. We don't have a personal relationship, as this has only been a professional relationship. But from someone else's perspective, he saw where I was so driven to get the results that I didn't mind putting in the work. I didn't mind the long hours. I didn't mind doing it over and over and over again until we got what we needed and got where we needed to be. And that is what separated me from the other managers. And that is what gave me my experience in building a rapport and relationship with him. And he said this is the reason why he came back every day, because he enjoyed working with people who had his same work ethic. Now, what did that mean for me? As I began to reflect on his question, I took a look around in the environment and to see that I was surrounded by men who have great egos. And I know I was at a greater risk of proving my worth and getting this job done in this industry, the construction industry, might I add, as it is a very tedious but it is a very fun industry and I learned a lot. But nevertheless, I looked around and I had all of these skilled men and I'm a woman. Women are classified or high dominance women who make for great leaders are classified or can be classified as being very confident, a higher poise. I am very aware. 
I'm not insecure. I'm beautiful. And maybe sometimes they may even think that I'm promiscuous. That's a lot of times I hear people say very strange or odd things about how they got to the top of the ladder. Nevertheless, everyone has their own story. I just get the opportunity to be a fly on the wall and listen to some of these things that people feel about people who are great leaders and how some of the women got to where they are. Great leaders rarely feel embarrassed, self-conscious, shy, or fearful compared to low dominance feeling or not so dominant people. According to Maslow, dominant women have more self-confidence, higher poise, prefers to be treated like a person and not like a woman, prefer independence and standing on their own feet, lack feelings of inferiority, and generally do not care for concessions that imply what they are inferior, weak, or that they have need special attention, and cannot take care of themselves. Compared to a man who he has or exhibits self-control and self-discipline, he knows the power of body language. He's a work in progress and he does the work. Doesn't waste time or energy complaining. He knows what he wants. He's patient but relentless. Leads by example. Take risks. He knows when to say no. He speaks with clarity, confidence, and calm, has zero tolerance for bullies. Now, here is some of the traits that are described for a dominant man. But when I take a look at society, there are dominant women with the same traits. Which brings me to why I decided that after 20 years of being in business and understanding the environment that I've been in and some of the challenges that I've been against, is I only desire to live in my feminine divinity. Calm, peaceful. I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. It doesn't matter who gets the most as long as I get a piece of it. As a woman, I know I am strong and beautiful and fierce, loving and supporting, as well as I am very intuitive, heart-centered, compassionate, accepting, forgiving, collaborative, creative, kind, and gentle. And I can connect with others. I can also fuel others, inspire others. And I embrace my journeys. I embrace them by writing them down because this is part of my legacy. And when I hand this down to some young lady and I want to empower her, she's going to want to know, are these just words that I made up or did I live it? When I get the opportunity to talk to my beloved daughter, I'm able to talk to her from a professional standpoint and from a personal standpoint, not just her mother, but the view of the world and how do women fit in. My energy has to be able to be receptive and it also has to be reflective. I also have to ask myself every day at the end of the night, How could I have been better? How could I have provided results or restored the balance? What category do I fall in? These are real questions. And this is why I believe women are so important. And someone has to ask the bigger question, but not just that, has to be able to have a solution. 
Well, with all the creativity, there's a lot of solutions that come out of it for the bigger picture. I just want to say I am so grateful for all of my constituents. Thank you so very much for tuning in to Financial Legacy. Nothing off limits with Leah. Again, we are celebrating Women Day here in the summertime. And I am all for celebrating myself. If this is giving you what you need, don't forget to download, share, and subscribe. But I do have a few announcements, though. Aaliyah's Helping Hand, we are having our second annual Teen Summit. It is a Family Empowerment Day on August 19th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Lonnie Burton Recreation Center here in Cleveland, Ohio. This is a free event for the community, so please RSVP, you can go on Eventbrite, and you can also find it on our website. We are having back-to-school giveaways. We are going to be powered by the Thinking Cap Alice, so come out and get your stretch on. Come out and feel good, some meditation, and watch a kickball game. You'll actually see me out on the field. I don't know how well this game is going to go, but I'm up for the challenge to be with the men to play a little kickball. If you want to continue sending me questions, which I love, thank you very much for the emails that I've been receiving. You can email me at president at aleashelpinghand.vision, or you can find me on IG, financial underscore legacy underscore Leah. Again, thank you so much for your time, and I will talk with you soon. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.